Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question 44, what are my pension options? This week Steve asks, hi, I'm 25 and I joined my pension scheme at work back in April 2014. My employer matches my payments up to 5%, so at the minute I pay 5% of my salary in and my employer pays in 5% of my salary as well. I'm on a basic £35,000 salary and I want to take more of an interest in my pension, but I don't know where to start. The pension policy is with Aviva. It's called Aviva Pensions Mixed Investments 40-85% to 85% Shares S2. Do you have any tips on how I should be managing this better, or any good resources you'd recommend? Well, Steve, that makes two in a row for pension questions. We had Matt's question on Monday, which was how to treat your pensions in your net worth calculation, and so this question is very well-timed. First of all, good work, man. Good work. Uh, As a 25-year-old, already saving in your pension scheme for coming up to 18 months, you've put yourself in a pretty darn good position. Matching your employer match, which is 5% in your case, is a very savvy financial move, especially in your mid-20s. Even more gold stars for starting to take a more keen interest in how your investments are managed within your pension. It's important to put the money in, It's probably the most important factor, getting that money in. But the return that you get on your investments is very important as well. And here's a quick example to demonstrate why. Let's say you put in 5% of your £35,000 salary per year. So that's £1,750 for you. And your employer matches it. You're 25 now and we'll assume you do that every single year until you're 65. And we'll ignore inflation, but equally we will ignore the fact that you should be getting pay rises over that time. Now, if you can obtain returns of 3.5% per annum on your investment, your final pension pot in today's money would be £295,000. If you could obtain 8.5% returns instead of 3.5%, your final pension pot would be over a million pounds. Now, clearly that is a big, big difference. So you say in your question that 100% of your pension is currently invested in the Aviva Pensions Mixed Investment S2. Let's do a bit of research on that. I've had a look at it on Morningstar, and the description is that the objective of this fund is to provide a good return through a mixture of investment income and capital growth. The fund invests in a wide range of assets to spread and control risk by using any of our other appropriate funds. The fund manager will decide the allocation of investment between different funds. Now, a couple of observations there. Firstly, it's an actively managed fund. And if you're a reader of Money Stepper, you probably know that we prefer passive investments rather than active investments. Uh, The reasons being that would raise some concerns with the actively managed funds over fees and potential underperformance against the market. It's also interesting in that that they have a fund and a fund manager who decides how to invest in different funds. Each of those other funds will have a fund manager and fund fees. So you might be getting charged a couple of times. 
Let's dive down into it a little bit more. The current asset allocation in that shows that it's invested 72% in stocks, but based on the name of it, it says it's between 40 and 85% stocks, depending uh, on the fund manager's decision. But currently, 72% stocks, 13% bonds, 4% property, 2% cash, which is interestingly split 16% long cash and 14% short, it's a bit strange, and 8% other investments. The fund is invested 42% in the UK, 19% in the US, 17% in the Eurozone, 10% in Japan. So whilst it's fairly well geographically diversified, I'd question whether a 25-year-old investing with a time frame of 40 years, like yourself, would actually need 15% invested in cash and bonds. Personally, I would have a higher allocation in stocks yeah, because they're higher risk, higher reward, but you have enough time over the long term to be able to reap that reward and to minimise the risk. It's also interesting that in its biggest holdings, as we saw above, its top five holdings are all in other funds. So not only are you paying fees on your fund, you'll be paying fees on the fund that the fund invests in, and possibly those funds then invest in other funds, and you get hit by a series of fees along the road. Moving on to historical returns, we can see that the 10-year annualised return on this fund is 6.34%, which isn't bad, but you need to consider what fees you're paying. And whether that 6.34% is after all fees, so the fund management fee, the pension management fee, and all those kind of things. Now, you should be able to find that in your annual pension statement okay, and work out whether that 6.34% annualised return is before or after fees. If it's actually after all your fees, this isn't too bad compared to the performance of the last 10 years of the FTSE All Share, for instance, or a world market ETF. However, I suspect that that 6.34% doesn't actually include the pension management fees and potentially some other annual charges. So you need to work that out first. At the end of the day, you're doing pretty much everything right at the minute. If you can keep investing in your pension and you keep uh, investing at least as much as the employer match and maybe more if you can afford and you invest in this fund or a fund with slightly more equities as a total percentage of the portfolio, maybe looking towards ETFs and passive investing with lower fees, uh, but this isn't a bad position you're in at the minute, you're going to be in a pretty amazing position come retirement. So uh, good work, Steve. Uh, my advice would be just make sure you keep hitting that employer match. Have a bit more of a look into your annual pension statements to try and work out uh, exactly how much you're paying in fees. And you might want to just change a little bit mix there to put a little bit more inequities. But a lot of that is subjective. It's my opinion on the matter. So you could also speak to your pension specialist in your firm or speak to an independent financial advisor to get some specific advice for your own situation. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 